Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Tommy. His name is Greg, and this is the 41st most popular po- baseball podcast in Canada. <laughs> 47th. No. I don't want to. We have to be humble. Come on. No, I'm, I'm looking 40, at the chartable It right. was 47th. You sent me the email. Well, I must have. we must have peaked further than that. At some point in the last month, we actually peaked at 41. I'm looking at it right now. Hey, the 41st I'll take it. Hey, that, I'm going off of old information then. I didn't want. I just didn't. You know, I didn't want to sell ourselves short, but I didn't want to lie either. Forty-one, we're coming for the top forty. The hot stove is steaming hot, and Canada knows the best baseball podcast out there, or at least it knows. When you go to Canada, it knows like, at least the first forty-one best. This is a true story. Podcast. I went to Toronto a few years ago. I walked into a restaurant and I said, "Hey, man." How are you? My name is Tommy. And the ma- the hostess, she looked at me and she goes, quick, let me name the 42 most popular baseball podcasts <laughs> in this country. And we weren't and on it. And you said, and three years ago, you said, I could do better than that. On that day, I sat there and I said it. I said, let me die before I live another day without being in the top 42 podcasts in Canada. Ugh. And you know what? What we're at has been so far, but I say so far because this train is just beginning to roll. We are we are flying. We have some hot takes today. I assume in your list of thirty power ranked MLB teams, just like mine, Um, I'm sure there will be some disagreements and some interesting takes here and there. I, but uh, I'm excited. To, I'm excited to hear how far up you put the Orioles. Uh, I know you love yourself some Cedric Mullins. I'm very excited <laughs> to show you to tell how far up. I, I can't have wait to see Cedric Mullins Orioles at number fourteen. I, I, you know, <laughs> don't laugh, but I really wanted to put the Orioles higher than I even have them. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually. I, I struggled with them. We'll talk about it in a minute. If <laughs> I if I sound distracted for a second, it's because I'm exhausted today. So if I have any half baked takes, please. Listeners, especially you, all you out in Canada, please forgive me. Uh, I am uh, I am exhausted, and I'm also currently trying to click out of all of the Canadian flag images that I had open on my desktop. <laughs> I had to click out of them really quick. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm very excited to tell you how far how high up I have the O's. Where I have the O's, I had to drop them. I'm not even kidding because I had them higher, and I was like, "All right, you were being aggressive." I'm not surprised. I wish I could say I was. You're being I can, aggressive. I can see you writing this list. You're like, "Okay, like 30, 29, five other teams, Cedric Mullins." Yeah, <laughs> then, yeah. yeah, Cedric Mullins yeah. is all you need to know. All right, so then should we just jump right into it? And also at the end, we put up on Instagram. We should do the plugs up front uh, at Random MLB Stars on Instagram and TikTok. Please follow us. There is a lot of good. Contents on there, uh, always posting about baseball, present day, past, everything. Please follow today, and if you do, you have opportunities like today where we put up questions for the podcast, which we're gonna hopefully get to at the end of the podcast. And I don't know if you saw, Greg, I put this beautiful photo of Mr. Met and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. No, that was that's good. Yeah, I like I like I love the creativity that we're getting these days with these pictures. Keep them coming. I um, I'm trying my best. Uh, I'm trying my best, yeah. I think that's all I can get to it. All right. Everybody, follow us now. Get it on the ground floor so you don't miss Hold out. Hold on. Greg, give them... The 39th most popular baseball podcast again. We're such a good <laughs> podcast that we're going to give you five seconds of silence to go onto Instagram and follow us on Instagram. All right, ready? One. Everybody go now. Don't you feel better? Wasn't that awesome? 
That was not five seconds. That's, that's how quickly our fans, that's how much they believe I'm in thinking, our fans. I'm thinking back. I feel like we just gave a discount performance of that Mr. Rogers movie. Remember when he's sitting in the diner with the guy and Tom Hanks looks at him and he goes, let's take a minute where we just stare at each other and don't say anything and think about all the people that love you. But then we're just the discount version of that because, it, all right, we're going to take five seconds to go follow us on Twitter. And then like two and a half seconds in, you're like, don't you feel better? Do you think does Mr. Rogers, you know, the sad part is that I actually did see that movie. I thought you were going to throw a movie that I had seen. It was actually a better movie than I thought, but Tom Hanks, he just, he just delivers. You know, does, I'm trying to Google this right now. Does Tom Hanks have a favorite baseball team? I mean, not Tom Hanks, uh, not Tom Hanks, Mr. Rogers. I'm sorry. Uh, Mr. Rogers. So well, he's he was from, from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. All right, so yeah. you're going to tell me Mr. Rogers, that entire movie, was super even-tempered, super kind, always saw the best in things. You're going to tell me that, like, early 2000s, Mr. Rogers were watching Zach Duke give up, like, five earned in three innings, and he wasn't getting a little pissed off? He was just like, well, hey. maybe that's where he channeled his anger. We don't know that. <laughs> Imagine you know that. How, you don't know what happened at home. Yeah, like, <laughs> he is like a bleacher creature in Pittsburgh. That's Mr. Rogers. He had a disguise on and was just getting super angry at the Pirates. Well, I don't think that uh, we have had a good batter since uh, Bill Mazeroski. That's my opinion. <laughs> I like that. Was that? I think that was your Mr. Rogers impression. But that was that was just... my that was my Tom Hanks impersonation of Mr. Rogers, <laughs> otherwise known as Greg, with his tone voice tone of his voice up just slightly a little bit higher. <laughs> just trying to be a monotone and and warm. Let's just talk about the pirates. I hope you have them because I I, I, I do. I don't too. have it's them a weird, thirty. It's great how that transition worked. I don't know how it worked, but I have them thirty. Right? I, you have them 30? I don't actually have them thirty. Oh, I don't. Okay. Well, we can go. Why? So I think we did this last year. Um, and thank you for everybody who reached out and said they enjoyed this podcast that we did last season because it inspired us to do this podcast this season. Um, I think we'll just go. Let's do tens. We'll do like thirty to twenty. And or thirty to twenty. Yeah, read, I think what we did last time, you read them out. What you have, I'll read mine out, and then we'll start from the bottom and go up. Okay, so I'll go thirty to twenty-one. That makes sense. Thirty twenty-one. Got it. All right, go. so we go A's at thirty. Whoa. Pirates at twenty-nine. Okay. Reds at twenty-eight. Rockies at twenty-seven. D-backs at twenty-six. Royals at twenty-five. Nats at twenty-four. Cubs at twenty-three. Your Baltimore Orioles at 22, Marlins at 21. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to say I have 30 for the Pirates. I have 29 for the Diamondbacks. I have the Orioles at 28. I have the Rockies at 27. I have the Nationals at 26. I have the Reds at 25. The Cubs at 24. The Royals at 23. The Marlins at 22. The Rangers at 21. And you might have noticed the team missing from there. I didn't. What was the team? We'll get to them in the top 20. But anyway, let's start <laughs> you, at the bottom. You might have noticed because... that there were 20 teams missing in that list of 10. No, but I meant specifically some a team that you put pretty far down, I don't even have in the bottom 10. Oh, I actually didn't even catch yeah. that. So I'm excited to see which one that was. All right, so let's start with the bottoms. Uh, I have the A's. I'll be easy with this one. The reason I have the A's at 30 is and not the Pirates is that the Pirates are a young team getting better. They're not making moves, but I do like some of their pieces. I'm a huge Cabrian Hayes fan, enough that it probably 
brought them to 29 for me. Brian Reynolds is really good. Mitch Keller is really good. Uh, O'Neal Cruz looks great. Uh, they have a lot of guys that if they work out, I mean, down the line, they could be better. We're Cole Tucker podcast here because that man has been supporting our Instagram from day one. Uh, he's a good dude. But um, so that, that put them up to 29 for me. I'm not trying to say that the Pirates are going to surprise anyone. They are going to be bottom feeders in the NL Central. The reason I have the A's is because they're blowing it up and any valuable assets that they have right now, they're going to trade away. So if I'm going to sit here and rely on if Sean Murphy, AJ Puck and Christian Pache are going to really blow it up this year, I think that's the worst team in baseball. And they're actively trying to be. Now, the A's always seem to figure out a way to be competitive, but... They traded away every good player they have, and they lost their manager. Um, and when, you know what? I'm a loyal guy. When you hurt a man that I love, and that man being Matt Chapman, I have nothing left for you. I have nothing left to give. I, I had a feeling you were going to go there, but I was surprised you put them at 30, to be honest. I, I get, They still got Frankie Montas, and I, I get it, but they're going to trade him, and they still got Sean Mania, and they're going to trade him. So it's like, why am I going to give them credit for being a, for guys that they're going to get rid of by July? We'll talk about the A's in the next section. Do you I'm have the A's that. in the top 20? I might. What are you talking I about? The, I might have the Oakland. You're, you're insulting my Orioles at 22, and you have the A's in the top 20. You know what, listeners? Get let, let's pull the curtain back before this podcast. 20 minutes went by of Greg <laughs> struggling to type out a list of 30, and then every five minutes he'd be like, "Aha, aha! See, that's where that's gonna go." And I'm only assuming <laughs> that was him putting the A's higher and higher in this this power rankings. I I don't know what was happening. Did you check the full mer- disclosure? Full disclosure. The reason I kept screwing up the list was because I kept adding. I put a team somewhere. Then I found another team that I liked better. I put them like above the other one. And then I had two number 22s. So then I had to like hit, keep hitting enter. And like I had, I screwed the whole thing up, but I figured it out. And the athletics, the athletics not being in the bottom 10 is not a mistake. I have reasons. Fuller disclosure. We'll get there. Fuller disclosure. I know for a fact Greg's apartment is under power lines. (laughs) (laughs) We have reasons here at the Greg Brain Trust. And we'll get there when we get to the Tell me I'm wrong. Is it or is it not under power lines? (laughs) Well, (laughs) there are many power lines around. I'll I'll put it that way. All right. Um, I guess 29. 29, I have Arizona. You can't have them that much further away. I have them at 26, and it's because I think, like, 26 to 29 is just muck. 26 to 30 is muck. Like, the D-backs could be anywhere. They could be 29 for me. I don't. I like Paven Smith. Yeah. I like um, I like Zach Allen. There's guys that they have that I like, and they're going to get better. Carson Kelly's good. They have. I think they have guys that are more established that maybe could take that leap. Dalton Varshow's good, but Josh Rojas. I... I agree. I agree with that. Um, I put them so low at twenty nine because uh, between they need they really need like Ketel Marte and Zach Gallon to stay healthy. Yeah, like they didn't last year, or excuse me, or in previous years. Um, and I just need to see it first. Not that it's going to no, matter that you. much. Okay, if they do, then the Diamondbacks will be like the twenty fifth best team. Whoop de do. Like, but like. You know, I like that they have some good young players like Varsho and, and Josh Rojas even. And, you know, they're fine. But 
they're not going to compete in the NL West. No, yeah, they're not like a powerhouse. Those, I mean, if they do anything, they'll be maybe they'll break the top twenty-five. Like, those two guys alone put them above the Rockies, Reds, Pirates, and A's for me. But uh, I, they can easily be the worst team in baseball. I don't, I don't think they're a competitive team at all. And I don't think any Diamondbacks uh, fans listening right now. I don't think you think they're a competitive team. I don't think so either. Uh, they're, not, think, they're just they're, they are what they are right now. They have a cool they have a cool jersey in my opinion. But that's about I it. liked the, you know what? Uh, and I, I wonder how many people agree. And with I love this. the old ones a lot more. Yeah, right. Like the, the early two thousands ones are yeah. like. And I don't really know many people who think that that's not the case. So it confuses me as to why they don't just go back to that. The Coyotes. Yeah, I don't just know did why it. they changed it. I don't know why they changed the purple it. was I awesome. Do like the new ones. I like the new ones for different reasons. Honestly, sometimes I like I like the old one and hate the new one. This time I love the old one, but I, I kind of like the new well, one. Since, too. I think it's sick. since it's the, the D-backs came like, into baseball, they have top tier uniform. I think categorically every uniform so. they have has been great. I have um, last year I bought. Well, actually, my girlfriend got it for me for I forget what she got me when they uh, the City Connect the Serpientes hoodie. I have one. Oh, oh, I love yeah, that yeah, thing. Yeah. I wear it all the time. I think it is the coolest City Connect jersey that came out the last snakes. year. Yeah, no, I love it. I like that. Um, no, Diamondbacks now, kill it, but now. I do wonder why they don't go back to the 2000 like early 2000s unis with the purple and the green at least as an alternate why not i don't know i don't know anyway we're spending time talking about nothing i have the orioles at 28th um because i mean yeah like listen i love cedric mullins i have my austin hayes t-shirt in my desk over here or in my dresser yeah, i'm gonna here. ask you to turn it in um, now <laughs> i do like now he's injured already good for them but adley rushman's coming up yep finally that's huge. Number one prospect in baseball, yeah? Yeah. Like, um, but, I mean, listen, they have some good bats. Honestly, they have some good bats, but their pitching is abysmal. <laughs> it's so bad. Like, I don't care. I don't want to hear John Means. He's not that good. He had a good start, and that was it. Uh, like, that's that's unfair. He's, like, who else is pitching there? Like, no, I'm with you. I don't even know who's I, pitching. I, I, I like, am with it's you. It's just terrible. Like, they, need, they needed arms. They needed Correa. They needed Trevor Story. They needed to, they needed to beef up that team, but they didn't. They don't. They don't have a big payroll. Cedric's gonna lead lead the. Uh, He's going seventy seventy. A couple of years here. Huh? He's going seventy seventy this year to break up. I hope so because he's the man. Well, but here's the he, thing. You know he he's leading like he's leading like minor leaguers around right now. This is the torchbearer, so he's not gonna go very far. But I like the Orioles. Well, I I hope I I hope I convince some people with this take. The Orioles, they cannot pitch. They can't. But it is undeniable they cannot pitch. They got D.L. Hall. They got Grayson Rodriguez coming up. Those guys are legitimate, I think, top of the front, top of the rotation talents. They're studs. I think Hall might be more of a bullpen guy. But if he can be a middle of rotation guy, like I think you have legitimate pieces coming up. John Means, I, I wouldn't want him as my number one, but he's a solid 2-3, and he's good. He's a lefty. Incredible mustache. Their pitching's terrible. That's all I could say about it. Paul Fry, good reliever. Cole Sicer, Solser, a good reliever. Pitching is terrible. What makes the O's good? Like you said, Adley coming up. Adley, all... I have my, my series going off right now. Series asking me. <laughs> Siri agrees. Siri's all in. Apple is all in on the O's. No, but... uh. Adley's coming up, and Adley is legit. Anyone who's at anyone who hasn't yet, please go watch some Adley Rushman highlights. He's like a better version of Joe Mauer. But beyond that, they got actual studs. 
Mount Castle's great. Mount Castle's a really, really good piece. Trey Mancini is a great story, but can also really hit the ball. Uh, he's, he's pretty good. He can like, hit. I, I, he's they, not just a. He's not just a feel good good story. No, he's, he's good. good. And this is my point. And their outfield is Cedric Mullins, Anthony Santander. I know it's Santander, but I'm calling him Santander. Uh, <laughs> and Austin Hayes. These are legitimate. Like they're good players. They're not bad players. It's not like. The A's throwing up Christian. I don't even know who's playing left field for the A's this season. Is it Crush Davis again? I have no clue. You should because they're in your top 20. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I'm just saying. The, the, the O's have legitimate bats that can if they produce, like, they could be a surprise team. Now, they're in a terrible division, like, terribly good division, so they're going to be awful. The O's will not make any noises here. But the O's are on the brink of really getting good. They are one big signing. That's why I love that they were in on Correa, because they're that Jason Worth to the Nats, Eric Hosmer to the Padres. They're that signing from taking that next leap into like a middle of the pack team, and then from there you can eat. The Red Sox showed it last year. We, we see it every year. The Giants showed it. Once you're in that middle of the pack, it's easy to become one of those playoff teams. I think the O's are a year or two away still but they have potential and when I'm looking at all these teams that I put behind them the Cubs the Nats the Royals the D-backs the Rockies the Reds the Pirates the A's if I was a fan of any of those teams I'd feel better if I was an O's fan plus their uniforms kick ass and the stadium kicks ass I hope the Orioles do that well they're Uh, great I I know I know what's gonna happen like even like it was, I remember us saying on this podcast last year, April last year was a really fun time to watch the Orioles because they were, it's the only month you know that they're going to be in it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Means was actually pitching lights out. And uh, it was just exciting. It was really good to watch for a little while there. But I knew it was going to happen and you knew it was going to happen. And their pitching was not going to hold up. No, at all. their pitching's like, awful. Just completely bottomed out. And, and again, it's one of those same thing with the Dimebacks. Yeah, they could have healthy years from Cattell Marte and, um, you know, other guys. But let me see it first. Same with the Orioles. Like, I, I mean, I get it. I, like, I get where you're coming from. I'm not trying to make the case that the O's are, like, ready to blow up right now. They're a bad team. No. But they're a fun bad team, and I think that counts for something. I can agree with that. They're a fun now, bad team. Now, 27, I have the Rockies. 27. Um, yeah, I also have the it's, Rockies. It's a lot of like anger towards the. You have the Rockies as at well. At 27, that's a bullseye. Perfect. Look at that. Listen, Weird. I mean, I, it, maybe it's more anger than anything because I'm like angry that the Rockies did what they did to Nolan Arenado and now they have Chris Bryant. Like, and, and just like not spending their money the right way. Let, they've let Arenado and Story go and they're going to spend more on Chris Bryant. Is that really what they wanted to do? Was that their was that their big brain move? Uh, now, you can say, yeah, this different ownership now or, or different like general manager now and they're trying to do the right thing now and get good players to come in, like locking up McMahon, you know, signing Bryant, like fine. But man, they needed pitching. Go get pitching. Like but that's the hitting the thing. will come around. Any any hitter is handicapped positively in Coors Field. Their lineup is pretty good. I like their lineup. And the hitting in course field boosts your batting average. But, like, Jermon Marquez is not enough. Like, the, the John Gray's even gone. Like, the only other option. And they got nothing for John Gray. Too. And they got nothing, nothing for John Gray. He just left. Yeah, like, no. Like, it, it was. So, so why not? There's plenty of pitchers they can make a trade for. They're not averse to making trades. They just got Randall Gritchick today. Like, good, good Which, move. I no, like I it. think it's a bad move. I like Randall Tapia more than I like Randall Gritchick. I I agree with that, but 
Grichik, I, I feel like Grichik's a better power hitter. Like I just think, and I'm happy. I mean, I'm just happy he's not going to play and destroy the Yankees anymore. Yeah, that's what most Yankees. <laughs> I'm happy he's out of the division. No, but, like, I just think I, that, I honestly think the Rockies think they're can, like they're making smart moves, and that's like more frustrating. Uh, sure, I like Chris Bryant. I like Ryan McMahon and Brendan Rodgers. Their pitching is. You want to talk about that? The the O's have bad pitching behind Marquez. I don't like. Can you name another Rockies pitcher? No, like they're they're awful. They're an awful team. Uh, Michael Givens is good like, out of the bullpen. If he's still there, no, he just signed somewhere else, so they don't even have him. Like, just think about if they still had st- like at least like they kept Story. Like you have CJ Crone, right? Well, they offered. You did you man. see that they offered Story a contract, and he said I, like he took the Sox deal. They offered him more money, and he took the Red Sox deal because he didn't believe in the plan in place. And in, in exactly, he doesn't believe they're going to win. And yeah, that's all like that you need to know. That's all you need to know. Again, another team that, and it's not fair because Denver is an amazing city. It's an amazing <laughs> baseball city. Great fans, great ballpark, and great players. And, you know, that really want to win. And you can tell, like, they get upset with it. The, the management has absolutely no clue or just, just feigns interest in caring what to do. The, the only thing wrong with the Rockies is the management. It's literally everything else is perfect. They could, they could run it out there. You know what I mean? Like, the Rockies could be so good. They just need a couple more things. They need good pitching, yeah. and they need something up the middle. They're, they're, uh, they're a, a like, really poorly run organization, uh, and there's really no and it rhyme. it because it's like, they're like put a really good owner Dare I say it? Doesn't, they're like yeah. the Knicks of baseball. Because it's just like ownership making dumb moves and then like ban- putting band-aids over dumb moves. And then it's the original bad move could have stopped all of this. Oh my god! Right, and but that's the only thing wrong with the Knicks. Exactly, like the same thing. Yeah. The fans are great, and they'll come no matter what to the games. Sell out Madison Square Garden. You're in New York City. Madison Square Garden's the most famous arena, right? Like they have everything going for them, except for their owners being imbeciles. Like so, it's the same thing with the Rockies. They have everything going for them, except for that. All this right. is terrible. All right, let's so um, twenty six. Twenty six. Washington D-back. Nationals. I think we could. So yeah, let's try and get. We'll get through some of these bottom feeder teams quick. The Nats. Yeah. Here, let me tell you the entire summary of the twenty twenty two national season. Juan Soto. Done. I was just uh, say, Juan Soto. Con- next. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> that is the total summary of the national. Se- I mean, Carter Keboom. I, I hope. I don't even think he's starting. Is he? Maybe he could turn around. They got like. It's the same thing. Are you hoping Victor Robles? I don't know. Are Nats fans? Please message me if you're if you're listening. Message right about MLB stars. Are you expecting the Nats to win? I can't imagine you are. They blew it up in the most the grand fashion. I like Josiah Gray. He's a good pitcher. I like him. Eric. They Fetty. blew it up, but like it it stings a little less, I guess, because like there's they still won a World Series. So like whatever. You yeah, they what? won, Fine. so it's whatever. Yeah, I feel you like blew it up. Go, hey, cool. Like, you can't be upset. Twice. It's <laughs> like the Royals. They've been bad for how long? But after they won the World Series twice, like you can't be mad about that. And that's a perfect well, they segue. Got there, they, won, they got there twice. They got they there twice, once, my bad. Right? Yeah, they won. The, uh, that's yeah. what I meant to say. They got there twice, and they won the one, and then they've been bad ever since. But can you really be mad about that if you're a Royals fan? Well, no, because when I was going up, the Royals were hot trash anyway. So it's like the fact that they even got to the World Series at one point <laughs> and were good for a couple of years. They had their time. Like, yeah, we're good for a while. Fun fact. <laughs> I don't think the fans care either. Fun like, fact, <laughs> when I was growing up, the Royals were also bad because it was also the time that you were growing up. That's, that is a pretty fun <laughs> <fact>. <laughs> Segway into the Royals. Segwaying into the Royals. Um, Bobby Witt 
if he is like the, I think if you're a Royals fan, that's what you're waiting to see when he comes up, and then you're just gonna be watching games to watch Bobby Witt play baseball. Michael Taylor, is he still there? He's still there, I but I don't know where he is. He's still there. He's great defense. Uh, Whit Merrifield, yeah. he's still there. Andrew Benintendi, they got good players. Like they have solid. I think I, think I compared. I think I compared Michael Taylor last year to Austin Jackson. You did, and I said it's a pretty that's spot all on. they need him to be. It's a spot on comp, but it's like they need him to be what? They're, I think they know they're a bottom feeder team too. I, I, it's. I don't think they they made one move the other day, right? They got they traded uh, Mike Miner, right? Oh yeah, they traded for, uh, Mike Miner. Oh, they, brought, they brought Granky back too. They brought right. back Granky, I mean, which is fun to see. They brought in Amir Garrett, who I like. Uh, but I view I put him at twenty three. Yeah, I think uh, I have them at twenty five. Yeah, they're fine. They're gonna win. Right, yeah, close enough. I, I I think that that move push them over my 24 and 25 Royals fans 24 and 25 that I have are a mystery like I, I couldn't fathom putting the Reds any higher than 25 because I'm just very mad at the Reds. I have the Reds because they, a lot of my philo- a lot of my philosophy with the power rankings is have ha- this offseason did you make your team better and if you actively have tried to make your team worse then I'm going to put you at the bottom of the power rankings because you're clearly not going to even if you turn it around you're not going to continue to try to win the Reds anytime the Reds have an ass this year, no matter who it is, if Tyler Naquin, whoever it may be, Tyler Mall, uh, Luis Castillo, they're all getting traded. Like it's anyone who performs is getting dealt. So I'm not going to put right. you no. high up in the, the rankings only, for that. The only reason I didn't even put them even lower is, I guess, my philosophy for picking these teams right now is a little bit different than yours. I take I'm taking the offseason into account, but technically, since these people are selling the team, it's March 24th. It's not the season. I'm with yet. you. I I, I get. Well, most- so I'm just going to assume they're still there. So that's part. Well, we'll get to the athletics. No, no, I get that, and that's why I I, I appreciate that point. Uh, but I want to do mine a little bit differently this year and just be like, if yeah. you're going to try and lose, then I'm not going to reward you with like a top 20 ranking. Because I know that it the Reds are chomping at the bit to we see where I We were talking about, them. remember last year, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a lot of flashbacks. And we're bringing up everything, people. Last year, towards the end, I think it was like August, and we're talking about playoff pushes, who's going to make a push. I went hard for the Reds. I was like, no, you, you know did. what? They have they have an easy schedule coming up, and they were hot at the time. And I drank the Kool Aid. I said, let's go Reds. Like they they have good pitching. I was hyping it up. They had Wade Miley still. They had Castillo. They had the boys, Tyler Mall, and then you know Vado was going nuts, like hitting a home run every day of the week, like legitimately every day of the week. Like I was like, okay, like I, I'm liking where this is going. And all they needed, really, all they needed was to keep that pitching staff intact and maybe get one or two more bats. And, like, to complement everything that they had going on in the outfield with Castellanos, with, you know, with Naquin, with with uh, with the boys. And they decided, I know what we should do. Let's blow up the entire team for nothing. Let's just not get anything back. Yeah, the, like the and deals. We're run Joey Votto out there. Like the deals. Until he weighs I, no trade clause. I think we talked about this like, week last week. Like even that deal we just talked about, Mike Miner for Amir Garrett. What is that? Is it that just salary dumping? Why? I don't Who even cares? know what we're doing. Like, um, we won't spend too much time on the Reds. I did want to say last night on the Royals. If you're a Royals fan, I guess that AL Central is going to be a tight race. So you're just going to. I think your season. You should be just rooting for watching your team, like a three game series against the White Sox, three game series against the Astros. Just 
just ruining their chances. Just like messing them <laughs> up and winning two out of three and just screwing up their day. Um, so just, that's just, what you're rooting just for. Look forward to big teams coming to Cincinnati. Go watch the game at the stadium and enjoy. It. All right, let's move on. That's we, all you have. To we can't forward. spend too much. Now, we're at the 27 minute mark. We gotta move off the bottom feeder teams. Tell me. I know, but really quickly, the Cubs. I put them in the same place, but at the same time. I don't know. I, I I kind of think the Cubs have a sneaky chance to like make the playoffs because they keep making moves almost like every day. That I'm like, huh, yeah, but they're mediocre idea. moves. Huh, that's not a bad idea. Huh? But they have to kind of have to see if that's gonna work. So I'm still keeping them low. Royals, we just talked about, have them at 23. Marlins at 22. Again, prove it to me. Like the Marlins don't want to spend. I like Jazz Chisholm. I like Jesus Aguilar. I. I don't know who else do they have. The Marlins <laughs> don't want to spend. They, they, I mean, uh, they just got what's his face, Avisel Garcia. They got San, they. The Marlins have pitching. That's why I love. I love Pablo Lopez, Trevor Rogers, Sandy Alcantara. Right. Oh, that's right. I, I love those guys. Um, is Brian Henderson? Is he going to be healthy? I don't know. Like I like those guys, but again, I think I took a little bit away. The, I have them at twenty-one, so I didn't really take too much away from them. But again, there's all those rumors out about, about how they were in on Castellanos, and then the owners like, nah, actually, I don't want to spend any. Money. This is just like I was saying about the O's. This is the offseason where the Marlins need to make that move, like the Hosmer to the Padres or Worth to the Nats, that Machado to the Padres that second time around. Like, you know what I mean? Like, make that leap. Yeah. Make that leap. Uh, I need to see something. You're not showing me anything. If, uh, if Sixto Sanchez comes back healthy at one point, the Marlins have legitimate young pieces, but until they actually start spending, they're never going anywhere. Um,. Moving on. Um, oh, and uh, last note for the Cubs. Yeah, the Cubs are making a lot of moves, but like their best player, like on the team, their best players are like Wilson Contreras and Marcus Stroman. Seventy nine wins. Hey, seventy nine. Miley wins. Stroman and uh, Hendricks, the top three, is not bad. Uh, you could book that it gets, right now. That gets you to the twelfth playoff spot. That's a bet right now. Seventy nine wins for the Cubs. Exactly. That might make the playoffs. That's not gonna make the playoffs. As that last wild card team, it might. Greg, someone's going to win like, 82 games. Like 80, well, the, well, 82 to 85. What was the la- lowest? I can, uh, you, well, if you're thinking the Cubs will win 79, maybe they can win 82. Like That's not that far. I, strong, I'm so. trying to figure out <laughs> MLB playoffs last year. Who was the Last lo- year, the Phillies would have made it and like the... Yeah, the uh, Phillies would have made it, and the Reds would have been on the cusp. So Phillies' record right. in 2020 was... They were like 80 and 82 or something. 82 and 80. What, it's right there. It was the same. Like, if, they, if you think they won 79, they have a chance. If You know, if that's your barometer. Right? Oh, God, I can't get this. I cannot type today. Um, I'm sorry <laughs> for anybody who had to listen to that typing noise. Yeah, 82 and 80... I guess technically right. if you, you think are, the Cubs are 79 they're in the mix that's I guess like they're in the mix right? but in my head I guess that's technically in the mix but I don't know I, they're not a good team they're not I, they're I, not inspiring me I just think that at least they're better than the Reds who they're both blowing it up but the Cubs are also like wait a minute what if we just like we know the Reds and the Pirates are tanking so like we're at least top three in the Central we have a chance right. like those are some free wins right there you know I guess alright you were gonna I, I cut you off you were gonna go from 20 to 11 was there any teams in there that so, you really wanted to hit I think we hit them all so the only one that I missed was 21 it, I'm gonna Save it for just when I do the top 20 because I have a comparison point between my 21 and my 20. All right. But I'll read my 20 to, to 11. What, 11? 11. 20, 20, 20, 20 is Oakland. 19, Guardians. 18, Tigers. 
17 Twins, 16 Your Los Angeles Angels, 15 Milwaukee Brewers. What the hell? 14 Seattle. Yeah, 14 Seattle, 13 Phillies, 12 Cardinals, 11 Padres. You have the Brewers. What is this power ranking? Just say yours and we'll talk. The Brewers at 16? You're telling me the Brewers are four spots ahead of 15, 15, 15. The Brewers are five teams better than the Oakland A's? Can't. Yeah. I have. I won't spoil my list. Whatever. (laughs) I am. I am floored right now. What is this? All right. um, Just go. 20 to 11. At 20, Cleveland Guardians, 19, Texas Rangers, 18, Detroit Tigers, 17, Minnesota Twins, 16, Philadelphia Phillies, 15, San Francisco Giants, 14, it is your Los Angeles Angels, 13, San Diego Padres, uh, 12, even more, your New York Yankees, and 11, the St. Louis Cardinals. We're pretty close on everything, to be honest. Yeah, I was was listening as you talked. The only thing we're a little far apart on is Oakland, but and uh, Milwaukee, listen, and Milwaukee, and Milwaukee. So here, listen. Thank God our viewership. Thank God our fans, uh, our fans were from Milwaukee, and they're from Cat. I mean, they're on the, they're right there. We might have some, we might have some borders. And now look what you've done. I'll get to the Brewers in a minute. We're going to be in the bottom 50 in Canada next week thanks to that. Thank you for that. Where would you have the Rangers? Uh, 19. Because they can't okay, pitch. I have at 21. So we'll they were my there. 21. So they were my 21. I have the Texas Rangers behind Oakland. I'm not going off. Listen, it's easy to look at what happened this offseason. If I asked you, Tommy, who had the better offseason, the Texas Rangers or the Oakland Athletics, what would you say? I, I don't want to see. I don't even want right? to hear. I don't want to hear the half baked point that comes after this. But it is no, the, no, no. Just listen. Texas just Rangers. Answer the question. Yeah. Who would you say had the better the offseason? Texas Rangers. Right. Clearly. Like I'm not. No one's sitting here and saying, yeah, Oakland had a great. They're doing great right now. Okay. I'm not happy with them trying to offload all their assets either. But there's a difference. A couple of things. One, they always find a way to be in the middle of the pack every year. (laughs) To me, that's 20. I think that Oakland is good enough. Loreano helps. They still, to this moment, yeah, maybe they'll trade Manaya and Montez. They still have them. They still have Trevino back there closing, right? Like, they still have some pieces throughout the lineup. They're good enough to win like 60 to 75 games. I think that puts them right at 20. The Rangers had a much better offseason. They're clearly making moves to the future. They have Seager. They have Sim- they made that infield great. And I like Nate Lowe. You know, they have Daddy John Gray to the pitching staff. But the biggest problem with the Rangers is that it's so top heavy right now. They have no pitching to speak of. They even even the one that they what? did, they got rid of. What do the A's have? Behind the guys that they will now trade. I think that there's not much of a difference between Texas and Oakland in that both have a lot of gaping holes everywhere. Yeah, we could be more sour on Oakland because, like, they're giving up and the Rangers are, like, way, way getting better. But, like, the Rangers lack completely pitching. The Athletics have good pitching at this moment. If they trade them, they'll drop down for me. But they haven't traded them yet. They just settled arbitration with both of them. So, like, until right now, if it's a toss-up in my head for how those two teams are going to be this year, 
I go with the pitching. So Athletics twenty, Rangers twenty one. Just... And also, I think the Athletics literally. I said it before. They always find a way to be right in the middle of everything. I, I they agree might with win that. Like sixty five to seventy five games. Yes, they got rid of big pieces. They got rid of Olsen. They got rid of Chapman. They got rid of like the cornerstone of their offense. Like I get it. But they have Sean Murphy. They have Loriano coming back. They have Trevino. They have Frankie Montas. They have Sean Manaya. Until otherwise. They have two and I think good the Rangers pitchers. have I think two good pitchers is better than not having any pitchers. And uh, that's why how I it, but they the have Rangers. two good pitchers, a good defensive center fielder, and a good defensive catcher. That does not like Alone having Corey what about, Seager. What is, how much more do Texas have? Corey Seager and Marcus Semyon put them above that just beyond. Just Adolis Garcia. He's phenomenal. Like just he is good. Mitch Garver's phenomenal. I like Nate Lowe. I like Nick Solak, whatever he ends up doing. John Gray, I agree with you on the fact of the Rangers need pitching. Their number one right now is John Gray. They're not a playoff team yet. Maybe they get maybe they get hot and they make a move at the deadline. Clearly they're not afraid to spend, but the A's have nothing going for them. They have nothing going for them. Their best Until otherwise they pieces. have those pitchers and they have But like, Sean Manaya have... I don't think Sean Manaya and like Monta Montez is a lot better than John Gray. I don't think Sean Manaya the the gap between Sean Manaya and John Gray is that big. I think it's it's not, but they have him and Montez versus just John Gray. And then Corey and Seager opinion, and Marcus Semyon are way better than Frankie Montas, the value-wise. It's way more. Adolis Garcia is phenomenal. But I, it, ma- it doesn't matter if you're down by six runs every game. Like, at least some games you won't be with Oakland because you have good pitching. Like, I, I, they, they do a very good job in Oakland, even some of these young guys, of developing starting pitching prospects, and they come up through the system. They, them and like the Tampa Bay Rays do an extremely good job developing pitching. But you, so I think that the pitching matters. I think that like, I get that the pitching gonna, matters, but like it's the, like there's not much splitting these two in my head. But it's a little bit bold of me. I think the Athletics are gonna, as it stands right now, be a little better than the Rangers. Now, if they get rid of Montas and they get rid of Manaya, or even if they just get rid of Montas, like. Forget it. Like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, that's why I think they're the worst team in baseball. Because, like, even the Rangers, they have pieces of guys like Willie Calhoun's really good. He can mash lefties. They got, I know a guy you love. I mean, they overpaid him. Brad Miller just signed there. Backyard Brad. Back, literally. Jose Le- LeClerc is fine. Like, they're fine. Um, I think, like, who else? Well, that's why I have them at 21, but I don't think I until, think they're 19, until... but they're not better. They're much better yeah. than the A's. It's not even a question. All right, let's move on, know. though. Um, where did you have 19th. the... Oh, so what yeah. was your 19th? Cleveland. I had the Guardians. I don't think there's much to say. They uh, they could pitch. Zach, they can pitch. Like, they can pitch. Uh, I, I love Shane Bieber. Shane Cal Bieber. Conchel. Zach Plesak. Tristan McKenzie. Savala. Like, uh, Emmanuel Classe. I, they, they can pitch. And I, I like Fran Mel Reyes. Shack. Yeah, I like Fran Mel Reyes. I, Karen Shack, though, he really, after they banned foreign substances. I don't know what happened to him. They banned foreign was, substances. He fell off a cliff. Like an absolute Hopefully cliff. he can turn it around. But, um, but they, I, I like, I love what Ahmed Rosario did last year for them. Fran Mill Reyes is an animal. Like that dude could just mash. Do they trade Jose Ramirez? I think no. they do, and then they'll probably drop really far down in my rankings. I would have liked them to do more. And if you're listening, it's probably like you're punishing other teams for not doing anything or selling. And uh, the Guardians did absolutely nothing, and I agree. But they actually have pieces like Jose Ramirez is a top ten, right. like a top fifteen player in baseball. So that. I'll give you credit for that. They haven't traded them yet. Um, 
But yeah, beyond that, the Guardians. What are they doing? Not much to say. What are you doing? Yeah, I think we bullseyed number eighteen with the Tigers, right? Yeah, I love what the Tigers did this offseason. I love it. I love it. I the love Tigers, the Tigers. The Tigers are doing what the Marlins should do. What I keep saying, the Tigers are doing. Like they, like they're they're literally. They went out, they got Javi Baez, they got Eduardo Rodriguez, they already had young pitchers of Casey Mize, Matt Manning, Tarek Skubal. Like, they are killing it right now. Riley Green is great. Spencer Torkelson's gonna be great. I love everything the Tigers are doing. And then they went out and how got have it. you how have you left out the next Paul O'Neill? Where's Akilba? You didn't even let list? me get to him. Akil Badu <laughs> looks great so far in the spring. He's like and last year was a rule five guy. Like this year, he is actually gonna take a leap. Like I, I think there's an actual leap we're gonna see from Akil Badu. And then they went out and got Andrew Chafin to add to a really good bullpen. Gregory Soto, um Michael Fulmer. Now Andrew Chafin, that's a decent back end of the rope bullpen. Like I think the Tiger, I wanted to put them higher than I did, but I couldn't. I mm-hmm. couldn't in good conscience put them above like a team like the Phillies or the Angels or even the Giants, something right. like that. But I or even the Twins because the Twins have actually tried to make moves, or like real moves. The Tigers are one of those teams I do think could sneak into the playoffs if they got hot at the right time. They are a good team that could win eighty two games. I think so too. No, I, I I am high on the Tigers. I put them at 18 again. I'm sticking with the theme from earlier. Show me first, right? Um, but I think that of the teams I've said that about so far, they have the best chance to surprise everybody. Last year, I think we said uh, at the very end of the year, sort of retrospective power rankings uh, right before the playoffs, we said, I said, listen, like if the Tigers win like 75 games at the end of last year, which they got pretty close. Would they win like 60 or 70 or something like that? They won, let's see. Yeah, somewhere around there. Probably like 60, 70. Yeah, so if they, you know, we said if they did that, that would be like great for them. And I think you you agreed resoundingly because we saw where they were going this year with the young talent that they had and the good pitching that they were developing. And now this year, you're right. They could get to the deadline and be like, hell, we're going for another bat or we're going for a pitcher and we're really going to make this team like someone that other teams don't want to play going into October. And then maybe they'll sneak into the wild card. They could do it. I think they can. Maybe this year's a little too early. Maybe they don't want to blow it at the trade deadline. But like, if there's someone they can get that might help, I think they have a chance. Let me, like, like the O's and the Tigers last year were two bad teams that I love to watch because they were really, really good. Totally really, really fun, I should say. But, like, let me tell you, like, think about a situation like this. Say the Twins fall out of it by the trade deadline. I get it's in the division. But say the Twins fall out of it by the trade deadline. Correa's got opt-outs after every year. Baez and Correa are friends. Tell me, like, if the if the Tigers are in it, they already made AJ Hinch and Correa were were together in Houston. And the Tigers made a bid for Correa before they went and got Baez. Twins fall out of it. I don't know why we're not talking. I get it's in the division, but maybe there's a chance that that's he's... all I was gonna say. If it's if it's but if the if Twins are blowing it up, do, it? do you really care? If you're blowing it up at the Twins, do you really care? I don't think so. And you're giving them opt outs every year. You're losing them anyway. He could go sign no, with somebody yeah. in the division. I I do agree with you. I think he doesn't last past the trade deadline. If, if the Twins the, don't have enough, they don't have any pitching. If Who the are they Twins, pitching? They I think have, what I think the main thing is going to be: Do the Twins play well till July? And if they do, they probably go get a guy like Luis Castillo or and I and having them as seventeen, which is the next team. I do have them higher than the Tigers right now. I also have right them at seventeen. Them. Right, like I have them right there because, like, yes, like tentatively they're a little bit better, and I think they'll be fine if. 
Everyone stays healthy. Buxton, you know, they have a young core. I like Karoloff. I like Buxton. I like, I, I mean, Gio Rochelle is not a bad pickup. Sanchez is, well, I don't know, we'll talk about him. He's garbage. But um, <laughs> I'm happy. Uh, but, I'm, I'm enjoying watching all the Yankee fans finally admit that Gary Sanchez isn't good. We talked about this last week. We're not going to go into it again. But, like, the Twins are fine, and Correa pushes them up a little bit. That's yeah. a good lineup now. But, but the problem with, if the minute Buxton goes down, you lose half of your offense. I, if, if Byron Buxton stays healthy, the Twins are a legitimate playoff contender. I had this in my TikTok the other day. I, mean, I did top five plays of the week. Byron Buxton is a superstar. If he's healthy for the entire season, he's. I'm not exaggerating when I say he's a top ten player in baseball. It's and I don't think any. I agree. He's but he, five he'd to be a guy. great in the NFL. He'll be great in the NFL. He wants to play 16 games. Uh, it's fair. It's fair. <laughs> but if he stays healthy, he is like you have a superstar, and then they got a. Decent team around him. Now having Carlos Correa, like that's a good team. The problem is, I even I like a guy like uh, what's his name, the Joe Murphy. What's his name? Not, I can't think of his name. Joe um, Joe Ryan. I think that's his name. Yeah, yeah. Regardless, the problem is your number two star is Dylan Bundy. Like that, that that's the issue there. And and if you're, yeah. what are you gonna do with that? Taylor Rogers is a good bullpen guy. Like you're you're a decent team, but your number two star is Dylan Bundy. Until you fix that issue. I, I do think there's a cap on what the Twins could do. Right. And the same goes for number 16. For me, I had the Angels. Do you have the Angels somewhere around there? I have the Angels at 14. Well, <laughs> here we go again with the same... I, the same I, I feel I like you could go, black, go, play, <laughs> uh, go play back uh, last year's podcast and you could hear why Greg likes the Angels. And I have him right. higher, which is absurd to me. Right. I, I well part of that is just me having skepticism, but like they are a mid team. Right. I have them right down the middle. Um Trout and Otani is certainly amazing. Hopefully Trout doesn't, you know, go off and get hurt again. That I think helps them. <laughs> right? Like that was a big part of why they didn't do well last year. They tried um, they didn't have they, Trout the entire time. I like, I mean um, if they have them, it's a different it's a game changer. It's a game changer. Yeah. It's the best player in baseball. Like, so there's other stuff though. There's other stuff going on. Like um I said this again last year with middling to like lower tier pitchers coming in and said, Oh, I think they give them a better shot. They're improving their starting pitching. It didn't work out that way. But let's see who they brought in this year. They brought in Syndergaard. All right, that's a little bit better than like Jose Quintana. If he stays um, healthy, I guess. Yeah, well, I know of all the people to say that. Of course, you would. I know you're very familiar with him on the Mets not staying healthy. I like I but, like Thor. I just don't know if he's going to stay healthy. And I me, I, I really me like Thor. If if he I like stays Michael healthy, Lorenzen. He's good. I think he's okay. I like Patrick Sandoval. If Sandoval and Thor stay healthy, that's a really nice two three behind Otani, and that's why I have them at fourteen because like. When and you, there's Rendon, too. And there's, exactly, like, you have two of the top, what, 12 players in baseball between Trout and Otani, so that automatically puts you in the top 15 teams for me because anything can happen, especially when one plays, when one hits and pitches. That is a hell of an advantage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they, they, last year, I sat here, and I, I just 
like I tore into them because they're big. It was Jose Quintana. It was Griffin Jacks, who I think is still around. It, it, it was not doing anything to make the team better. But now they've actually they've tried. I, I I can see they got Aaron Loop. They got Michael Lorenzen. They brought back Iglesias. They called they're calling up to Reed Detmers, who I love as a lefty. Mm-hmm. Archie Bradley they brought into the bullpen. I, I love uh, Archie Bradley. I, Ryan Tepera. Like <laughs> I think they actually they're actually trying to fix the things that hurt them every year. And as for as good as the White Sox are the White Sox have flaws. The Astros, which we'll get into, I'm certain. Uh, I have them at. I have them. I have them pretty high. They have holes in that team. The AL West. There's an opening there. There's an opening for the Angels to win the division. I hate. I feel like this. This is Stockholm syndrome. Because I really. <laughs> I was so anti Angels, but there is. If they stay healthy, like you said, Anthony Rendon, Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, a team with those three guys. If they're all healthy, they should win games. They should win You'll games. You'll win more games than not. It puts you right in position at the trade deadline. Go get somebody. And, and again, can make a push for that last playoff spot. And there's like going to be Tigers pitching available. Might. There's going to be Luis Castillo is going to be available. There's going to Tyler Molly is going to be available. Like and and this is what we're talking about. And like we just said with all of these teams, can the Angels win 82 games? Like please. How about this? What if they go after Correa? They need a shortstop. Exactly. This. They, uh, what you if know, they went after him? You know what? Honestly, I'm like, gonna cut that. I'm gonna nip that in the bud, though. Angels, if you're making <laughs> a trade, go for pitching. You need pitching. You need pitching. Like, do not Remember go last for year. They, they said we're gonna make all 15 of our draft picks pitching or something. They did it. They did it. And, uh, that was hilarious. La- that. Last note on the Angels: <laughs> If Joe Adele is as good as I think Joe Adele could be. That game changer. He's a stud. He's yeah. a stud. Five yeah. tools. Um, Walsh is there too, right? Who? Jared Walsh. Jared Walsh. Oh, how do we forget about him? Jared Walsh is good. Like their yeah. lineup is good. They're they have a really really good team. Who is playing shortstop for them? Is it Andrew Velasquez? Who is playing short for them? I don't know. I don't know who it is because like they 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 were banking on David Fletcher's at like, second. Yeah, I, I honestly is it Luis. I don't even know who plays second for it's short for them anymore because it was what's his name? Um, he signed in Colorado. Simmons, Simmons, Danielson Simmons, or no? No, no, um, he was in Minnesota. Um, what's his name? It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. I, I'm looking at his face. He played <laughs> for the Red Sox at one point too. Whatever. Um, all right, moving on. Let's let's try and get through because we gotta get to the top ten. Um, pop, right, but uh, it, what, what huh? is there a team that you want to hit? Well, 15. This is my big one right now. I had Milwaukee all the way down here. All right. Let's and save let's save that for the top 10 because I have Milwaukee yeah. in the top 10. So That's fine. All right. So then we got Phillies. I have it 16. Where do you have them? 13. I like Castellanos and uh, um, the other moves they made this off. Schwarber. I think that Schwarber and I, and I like that. They they had a need and they were like maybe they didn't have the best response to getting the need filled but they said let's go get some ran- random relief pitchers and maybe that'll help the problem. They, again, them. like I said this last <laughs> week, they were the only ones watching Mets games. Going, God, I could use that bullpen and like I I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, and that's I think that's why I have them at sixteen and not like eleven because I think their bullpen is going to be, their their pitching is their Achilles heel. Um, Ranger Suarez. Top ten in WAR last year. That's nuts. Love him. That's nuts. Love Rangers. Zach Sorry. Wheeler's a stud. Not a Aaron Noel. Yeah, Aaron Noel's a stud. Corey Knebel's a good end of the bullpen guy. Cal Gibson's good. They got good players. I love what the Phillies do, but the Phillies seem to never produce when it counts. Um, and also defensively, they're trash. 
But I don't really put too much stock into that because I saw a Mets 2015 Mets team with the worst defense I've ever seen ever played make it to the World Series. So um, Phillies, I well, I think uh, you know how much I hate. You know how much I think the Phillies never win, and I think that the Phillies are always chokers. I think this year they have a better chance than recently to make the playoffs. I have them as high as 13. I like the moves they made. They did spend contrary to popular belief. You know. Yeah, they know they they um, gave it. A, the and they made some a, additions. They're looking like they're building some semblance of a team around, you know, Harper and those guys in the middle. They have Hoskins back from the injury late in the year. Maybe this gets them from 82 wins to, like, 88 wins. I think they're safely in the playoff mix. Dave Dombrowski made some good moves. This is a team. I have them at 16. I could easily see them, easily see them in the top 10 by the end of the year. Still um, don't think they're great. They're but great. Honestly, they're good. I think that they're getting, they're getting there. They're, they're, Last year, I was very hard on the Phillies. They've they've adjusted somewhat, but Joe Girardi's still there to lose them some more games, so don't get too excited. They're very good. And w- wait yeah. till he puts in Brad Hand after the other pitcher just threw eight no hit innings. Well, uh, and again, <laughs> this is back to the same argument as I had with the Angels. When you have a team that has JT Romuto, Bryce Harper, Nick Castellanos, Kyle Schwarber, you're going to be a good team. That's a qual- You're going to win some games. If you get to 82 wins again, you're probably going to make the playoffs. But you can't discount the fact that the NL East is loaded and they're going to be beating up on each other all year. So that could really hurt right. the Phillies' wild card chance. All right, um, Giants. Let's let's try to run through these quick. Giants. I have them at 15. Where do you have them? I'm at 10. All right. Uh, so 10. then we can get we'll, – we'll do this quick. The reason I have them at 15 is because I think a lot of their things are ifs. I like what they did. I said this last week. I like Carlos Rodon. I like bringing back Di Scalfani. I like bringing back mm-hmm. uh, Alex Wood. Jock is a great ad. I like some of the guys I have coming up. If you have uh, – I don't know who's playing second for them right now. Is it like Tommy Listella still? Like they have a lot I of – I think now it is. He was hurt all year, but he's going to do – I think he's going to do – Great, but, but I man, think the point. Yeah, right. you, you, right. Their entire lineup last year was a blow up. Is Brandon Crawford, Evan Longoria, are these guys? Can we expect the same production? I'm not certain. They're at 15, and I think 15 is a fair spot to put them because I'm not so sure. Um, That's a fair spot. I have them a little higher. I'm at 10. Um, they won 103 games last year with that lineup. So like, yeah. They weren't, you know... Fair, I think... And it's a very tough division, too. You so can they, rank, they did it. For me, you can rank the Giants anywhere from 15 to 5, and I'd be like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I think that the Rodon, Rodon is perfect for them, like exactly what they needed. And we talked about the other day. Um, yeah, I think the Giants, they can win 95 games, drop off almost 10 games from last year, and still be a great team. And yeah. I think that's why I put them at 10. Like, um, All right, Padres, where do you have them? I have them at 13. I have them at 11. All right. Uh, just product of the division they're in, Tatis is well, I heard again. Kind of back. Yeah, <laughs> he was. I was, was going to say he's back in full, and then I remembered he he answered an uh, interview question about his motorcycle accident, and he said which one. Yeah. <laughs> so that was not cons- that was a little concerning for San Diego Padres fans, but I don't know. Like I think the Padres are okay. I like the uh, I like their um, pitching. Yeah, they got great I pitching. Like, I you know it's it's great. Like I think Clevenger is good option for them him coming He's back healthy, is huge for them right that's what i mean that's a big move for them is if they can get some steam rolling and they can survive till tatis comes back they'll be okay i, I love like, joe so. musgrove and i i think yeah. i'm hoping this is the year we finally see something out of chris paddock and maybe we finally see if you see blake snell of two years ago if you see 2020 blake snell 2019 blake snell um with the padres this year the padres are they need to stay afloat till tatis comes back and then 
I think they can easily coast to 82 wins, 84 wins, and make the playoffs. And then once yeah, they, they're an exciting yeah. team. I love the Luke Voidad. Um, Luis Camposano looks good. Look, they just need to get to 84 wins. They get in the playoffs. Anything can happen. They have a team that could get hot and really make a run. So they just need to stay afloat till Tatis goes back. Uh, any teams we're missing? Yankees, I think you have in the top 10, so we'll save it for the top 10. Right. I have the Cardinals at 12. I have the Cardinals at 11. I feel, I feel bad that we did this to the Cardinals last year, too. We almost forgot about them. Um, I didn't forget about and them. That's kind of how I feel again, but like we can't ignore that they literally were like the hottest team I've ever seen in baseball in September. They were like 22 and 7 or something. I'm like not that. ignoring it. And Tyler O'Neill like, is one of my favorite players. But did they get better? Mm-hmm. They added Steven Matz. That's it. Right, but if they if they didn't get worse, then I think they're they're right up there. But like, to that point, got, but to know. to that point, if they didn't go on that run, where would they have been? Bottom bottom fifteen. Right, I, I know. It, it's just that their uh, their starting rotation is the question. But if they didn't, get, in my opinion, is like they have. It's the opposite of wait and see for me. Right, like. It's another wait and see, but from the opposite direction. Let them screw up before I drop them down. They didn't screw up yet. They just didn't get that much better. But not that much better is fine because now there's an extra playoff spot you can just get in without having to try. This that last year they had to like save themselves, but like this year maybe they just have enough to get to that playoff spot. So they'll they're gonna stay right there until they screw up. Uh, for me. I'm with you. I, I get it. I mean, yeah, I I'm a little low on them because I think if they didn't get that hot, we're talking yeah. about a middle of the road team and I think that's what they are. I wanna see Nolan Gorman play this year. Uh hopefully he can take right. over in that infield. Uh all right, let's Where's get, David Eckstein at? They need him they, they do, honestly. <laughs> Let's get to and now one more really quick before we get to the top ten. I do have the Mariners down at fourteen. Well, that I, we um, should keep them for the top ten because I have them in the top ten. Okay, yeah, that's why they're they're one of my big leapers. So let, let, let's keep the all right. So you do. We'll just do ten to one. You start it off. We'll do ten to one, and then we'll go through it. Ten San Francisco Giants, nine Boston Red Sox, eight New York Yankees, seven Chicago White Sox, six Atlanta Braves. Five Mets, four Blue Jays, three Astros, two Rays, one Dodgers. Well, uh, we had a couple bullseyes, so I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, me, 10, Seattle, America's team, Seattle Mariners. Nine, not America's team, the Houston Astros. Uh, <laughs> eight Red Sox. Oh, nine. Okay. Yeah, eight Red Sox, seven White Sox, six, the Milwaukee Brewers, five, the Atlanta Braves, four, New York Mets, three, the Tampa Bay Rays, to the Los Angeles Dodgers, and I didn't even mean to do this, but I guess I am really appealing to the fans here. The number one team in baseball is the <laughs> Toronto Blue Jays. I didn't really mean. Yeah. I, swear, I swear, I did not mean to do that. I'm just very high on the Toronto Blue Jays right now. <laughs> I didn't really mean that, but you know, now, what? there's a lot of Give teams the in our top they tens. Want. Give them what they want. <laughs> there's a lot of teams in our top tens that. Um, you have in your top 10, but I don't, and I have in my top 10 that you don't. I want to go back down to the Brewers at 15 on my list real quick, because you have them where? Uh, six, because they have one of the, the Brewers have, at six. Because they have one of the best, bull, they have one of the best bullpens in baseball. I would say a top two bullpen in baseball and a top two rotation in baseball. They, I agree they need another bat, and I hope at the deadline they can get one. 
I'm buying in heavy on Keston Hira fixing his leg kick and fixing his swing and being a legitimate con- contributor for them. But, and I'm, I'm buying in on Christian Yelich bounce back. Regardless, they can pitch. And when you can pitch like that, they already showed they were a top three team in baseball with mostly the same roster. I like all. Uh, I like the the move for Hunter Renfro. I think the Brewers are a great team, a great pitching team. I really want to get out to Miller Park this year because I, I I think they're a really really fun team to watch. For me, I could have put them higher. It was hard for me to put them at six. I thought I had them low, really? and then you put them at sixteen. I and I was frustrated with their offseason. I made 15. a TikTok about this the other day that I don't understand what they're doing. If you're not going to go spend money on Nelson Cruz, well, here's the thing. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot off this point really quick. And then you could tell me how you would have felt about the Brewers if they had done this. I don't know what the Brewers' financial situation looks like from an owner's perspective. But you're going to tell me, $22 million, they go get a Trevor Story and put him with Willie Adamas in the middle of that infield. They go $30 million to get Trevor Story and Nelson Cruz. That's a top three team in baseball. That is a, maybe the best team in baseball. If they get Trevor Story, they are an easy top five. If they get Trevor Story and Nelson Cruz, I think they're an easy top three team. It's... It's spending for that one missing piece that they refuse to do, and I don't get it. I I, I don't get the philosophy. I disagree that they need one missing piece. You say that they need a bat at the deadline. They need more than one bat at the deadline. I don't think so. They don't have any bats. I think the Brewers are a classic case of they, they overachieved last year. They did not play... Like to their level of play, they played over what they were supposed to. Their pitching helped them a ton. Burns, Woodruff, Freddie Peralta, like you cannot argue, one of the best rotations in baseball, like right there. And they pitched a ton of innings. They stayed healthy. That's what you need to get a good, like uh, a good run going and to close out weaker teams, especially where the Brewers have not to face the craziest competition in the division, right? Um, but they don't have any batters. And I remember saying last year, which I absolutely called, by the way, that the Braves are going to expose the sorry offense of the Brewers. They cannot hit good pitching. They couldn't all year last year, and they didn't even get any better hitting at all. They didn't get anyone besides Andrew McCutcheon and no, like Hunter Renfro, but they, but they traded away Jackie Riley Jr., who's essentially, to me, the same pit player. I, so like, I'd say offensively, they, Hunter Renfro is much better than Jackie Bradley Jr., I don't know if it's that much better. That's like okay, wow! Like we made such a great. No, I'm with you. Offense. They didn't do enough. And, yeah, but like they didn't do enough, and they already choked in the playoffs last year because they got exposed for not being good offense, and they didn't get any better. So how can I put them any higher than middle of the pack if I think the only thing they have going for them is their pitching? I don't think they're that great. I think they're. I think it's going to come to the point where they're just going to keep sliding, and you're going to ask yourself questions like the one you asked. It's going to come to July 31st and say, why didn't they get another batter? Why didn't they do this? Why didn't they spend? And the Brewers are going to be like like a 75-win team or something like that. Or they'll be in the playoff mix. They might make the playoffs again because their pitching is so good. And they're just going to go 2-0, 2-0, 2-1 and not get a single hit in the playoffs again. Like If they get new bats, fine. But right now, they don't do anything for me the brewers are way down for me i i get where you're coming from i don't think they did enough but i think brandon woodruff freddie peralta corbin burns josh Hader, and devin williams that's all you need to say rowdy telez i think he's an actual bat willie adamas i think these guys are legitimate pieces they need more 
I, I have faith that they would make a move at the deadline, but I think just the pitching alone, I think they're... Their big, pitching keeps them in every single game. It will, and I think team. when... I'm a big believer in if you're pitching... I think maybe it's because I watched a lot of cheap Mets teams just <laughs> ride through just on pitching. Like... Um, there was a point those 2015 Mets before they got Cespedes where Jacob DeGrom was a much better hitter than their like six hitter and it was like wasn't <laughs> even close so I, right, I but if, if the pitching's the one that's keeping you in all these games and my argument is that they're, they're overachieving because of that if it's all these close games the games that you're supposed to lose your pitching keeps you in because your hitting is going to carry you on the way and you're going to win a close game by getting that timely hit or getting you know, a double in the gap or something like that. It didn't happen in the playoffs last year, and it doesn't matter throughout the course of a season if Burns and Woodruff are throwing gems and you lose 2-1. to one. Like, that's what it's going to continue to keep happening to Milwaukee, I think. I dis- they didn't get any better at all on offense. Maybe they're holding out for the deadline, but one bat is not going to change anything. They're going to get to the playoffs and lose in the first round again. I disagree, like, but uh, all I know is this. I had them last year. I had them at one point as number one in my power rankings. This year, I have them high, much higher than you do. You're very low on them. The combining the ambivalence with the Brewers on this podcast, with the fact that I own a box set of that '70s show on DVD, <laughs> I just think the Brewers, in my faith in you as a whole, I think the Brewer Milwaukee. You should be listening to this podcast more. If you, uh, I think we should get some more fans from there. I think you should be. I think we should be like the pivotal podcast in Milwaukee when it comes to Brewers talk here. Because it seems like all we do. Um, that was such a Let's messy way to make that joke. Uh, I, I had a better idea in mind for that joke, and that was such a messy way to get there. Anyway, let's try and cut off some teams that are quick, that are easy. I just threw in my That 70s Show box set because I, I forgot where I was going with it. Um, <laughs> I, just please listen to the podcast, Milwaukee. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> um, anyway, let's try and cut off some teams that are easy to cut off. Um, the Rays. Do you really have any big Rays takes? I have them at number two, man. I do too. Like I have them at three. Yeah, they, I have yeah. Them at like three. I, I, no, you're right. No big takes. They're just like they are. They are the model for a low budget baseball team. They yeah. have an insane scouting department. I mentioned them earlier, along with Oakland. I think they develop pitchers very, very well. And like you just, I mean, it stinks that you're not going to get Glass now back this year. But like they have plenty to keep going for them because they need. You know, they, they uh, are just Wander Franco so is a stud. Like, I mean, we don't need to Wander go Franco is literally, like, going to be on the cover of MLB The Show next year. Yeah, he's like, a stud. I'm calling it. No, he's like, a stud. And they could pitch. Uh, uh, Shane McClanahan's great. Shane Baz will be great when he comes up. Uh, like, they're, they're a great team. They're, yeah. There's nothing. But I just think they didn't really make any moves. There's really nothing to talk about there. They don't uh, need to. They're a 100-win team. Probably. Exactly. <laughs> they don't make any moves. But to that point, they don't need to make moves, but they did. I think we could probably hit the Dodgers quick. The Dodgers are, like, a phenomenal team. Uh, I don't see any holes. The only reason I don't have them at one is because I'm kind of like concerned about if Trevor Bauer doesn't come back, their rotation maybe. I, I'm not too concerned. It's, concerned yeah, I enough where I have them as the number two team in baseball, which seems like a crazy right. point to make. Um, 
I think. Or they, do you have the? You just said you had the Rays at two. Or do you have the Rays? The Rays at three. Yeah. I, I misspoke. Yeah, the Rays are three. Dodgers right. are two. Uh, it's crazy to even have. I have one. Uh, Will Smith is my favorite catcher in baseball. I think he's already the best player, best catcher in baseball. I think he's the best player in baseball. I, I okay. Justin Turner. I think that's maybe a little bit of a concern if we're trying to nitpick that if he can he produce at this age again. Max Muncy. Can he produce after the injury? Uh, Mookie Betts needs to turn around a little bit from last year. Like, it's a low, bad season by his standards. But still, a bad season by Mookie Betts' standards is a good problem to have. I just don't think we need... Oh, Cody Bellinger clearly needs to turn it around. But, like, again... He did in the playoffs. I mean, he did. Cody Bellinger's hitting seventh for them. Like, this is... I know. Like, there's, there's a, it's nothing to talk about. I hate the Dodgers, but also, like, they're the best team on paper. Think about like, how much... I have them at one. I know why you put the Blue Jays at one, which I'm not like going to sit here and be like, oh my God, like how did you do that? But like, because uh, we'll talk about them in a minute. But it's at the top here. You can't really go wrong with any of them. No, you can't. And I think the Dodgers, I think the best point I can make on the Dodgers is look at how much we just talked about. Look how many players we just named and we didn't mention that they signed Freddie Freeman. Right, yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's crazy. We like, just uh, they're, it, they're stacked. It is what it is. There's nothing more to talk about. You, Julio, like Urias is great. Dustin May will probably be a stud out of their bullpen, and that'll fix any. Their bullpen is actually like Urias, kind of Urias, Walker, Bueller, and Kershaw is like. If you said that was my starting three rotation, you'd still probably win hundred games. Like, and like you don't even need Bauer. And Tony like, Gonsolin's great. They got Tyler Anderson for as a five starter, which is phenomenal. Gratterall's phenomenal. Their bullpen's a little weak. That's why I have them at two. They're a little weak. I love Gratterall. I think Dustin May will probably end up there when he comes back. But when I say weak, again, weak for the number two team in baseball or the number one team. Um, all right, Braves. Um, I think they, uh, for me, I dropped them to five instead of four. I like it was a last second switch for me. I had them at four and I dropped them to five just because I think there is a little bit of a drop off between Freddie and Matt Olson. I think it's small, but I think enough to put them at five. Um, I put them at six. Yeah, I mean, what's to say there really? Like it's uh, still the same team. They are in a good division, so their record might not be great again. Like they were only won like eighty six games. I think they just caught fire. Yeah, because they made some beautiful trade deadline moves. I will not get off the Adam Duvall train ever. No, like, I think that was the greatest pickup they ever made. Like, and, that was crazy. And they've talked about like, this everywhere, but I think they probably set a model for a lot of teams that are like, if you're in it standings wise, mm-hmm. but you're out, like you've lost a lot of guys to injuries, you could probably rebuild that roster with like just small pickups at the deadline, like they did with Jock, Eddie Rosario, Adam Duvall. It was Maurice just smart moves. Duvall. Yeah. I looked up, and every game I saw on TV. Every other day, Duvall was getting like a game-winning double or go-ahead yeah, RBI. No. Go ahead, like what stats did they find on this guy? They knew he was going to do that. Like to me, it's like oh, like that's such a good. It was such a good pickup. A phenomenal a team. Pickup. I mean, and again, like, uh, look at like the Braves are a World Series team, and they did it without probably their best player in Ronald Acuna, who I think is probably a sleeper NL MVP pick, and they didn't have Ozuna either. Yeah, is Ozuna back? Reasons, what is that deal? Is he back? What, what, what is that? I think he is back. He's back. He was hitting in spring training the other day. So then, yeah, the the Braves are ridiculous. Uh, you know, I'm gonna make a uh, I'm gonna propose something here because usually we really get derailed talking about the Mets and Yankees. Let's not talk about them in the power rankings. We have said our pieces on the Mets and Yankees. I don't think we need to go mm-hmm. into it anymore. I have the right. Mets at four. You have the Mets at. 
Five. Five. All right. I have, I have the, the Yan- Mets. I, I, Greg, the Yankees fan, have the Mets in the top five. I, I think they did. I, all I'll say is I think they did enough to warrant me putting them there to start the season. They got plenty of acquisitions. Like, you can't look at all the acquisitions and be like, all right, this team's not going to win. Like, again, let's let them lose first. And I will openly that. admit like, that I had four and five. I had the Mets and the Braves, and I'm biased, so I put the Mets at four. Uh, and then the Yankees I had at 12 because I said I think the Yankees infield's too old, and I don't think their team is that good. I have them at eight because I have, them, I have the Red Sox at nine. I think the Yankees are marginally better than the Red Sox. Okay. They were they were equal last year, and the Yankees got slightly better this year. The Red Sox didn't. So, so, at, sale, so at eight for me, I have the Red Sox because I, I, the Red Sox, I get the holes in their line, and maybe it's the same argument that I made against the Giants that I'm going to make for the Red Sox. This is a team that was in the ALCS, and then they added Trevor Story. I love it. I love what they're doing. And Trevor Story. Right. Trevor Story hitting off the green monster. Count me in. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to watch Red Sox games this year. I I I get it. Um, but to me, the Yankees and the Red Sox are essentially the same or slightly better or worse than last year. I give the Yankees the edge because I just like that they moved two more defensive-minded players and less strikeout-minded players and more aggressive on the base pass. Not necessarily faster, but, like, I was, you know, looking up what they valued in these players and people like IKF and Donaldson Gregory, bases. How are we talking more, about the take Yankees? bases more? I know, <laughs> I know. I'm like, <laughs> I, all I'm saying is that I like them a little bit better than the Red Sox. All right, I have the White Sox at seven. Where do you have the White Sox? At seven. Oh, bullseye! Cool. Uh, yeah, they have a great bullseye. <laughs> I forgot from your list before. Yeah, they I, mean, have I, feel a, like, I feel like we're both kind of low on them because a lot of people have them a lot higher than that. I'm actually. I, I looked up a list earlier that also had the way. I'm just did this right now. I was just trying to like uh-huh. see like where other people were ranking. White Sox at seven. I think it's a good ranking. I think it's a good ranking. I, I think. Well, I, I was reading a lot of lists earlier, and that a lot of people had them like the top five, absolutely, like number two, number three. I'm like, I think they can get there. I do like the White They're Sox. Good team. Even last year, even last year, something was holding me back from thinking they were that good. I'm like. There's something missing here, but I'm not really sure. Maybe it's pitching. I don't really trust. I think it's that I really don't trust Giolito that much. Well, I like, think what you're probably like, not trusting is the fact what happened to them in the playoffs. Well, they're well, they, no, they didn't have experience. Fine, but like I get it, but uh, they have they but have like, a they team. lost they lost Rodone too. They're loaded. What they replace him with? I mean, I think you could probably put Michael Kopech in the rotation right. now. I like him. I like Dylan Cease. I, I, I mean, I like the I like the White Sox a lot. I just think they're a really yeah, really good top team. 10 team. I don't think yeah. they're a top five team in baseball, but I think they're a top ten team in baseball. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Exactly um, why I put them at seven, like you did. <laughs> all right, nine Astros. I think I can really sum up why I have the Astros at nine in the fact that they lose Carlos Correa, they move Bregman over. I'm expecting a bounce back from Bregman, but I still think there's a hole there. It's a Carlos Correa-sized hole, and I think that keeps you in the top ten, but it drops you out of the top five easy. I still think they're the favorites in the AL West. I have them at three. Like, um, they're the Astros. I hate them too, and they lost Correa. But you know what? Like, they're probably going to be fine. They just need to make a couple moves at the deadline, get like a reliever and like, um, you know, get a bat. Yeah. Any bat. And they'll be, they're still going to be the annoying ass Astros that win 95 games and win the West. Like, like I don't really think anyone's going to challenge them for that. Um, 
They'll have teams behind them competing for the wild card. Angels are in it for sure. Mariners are in it for sure. Yeah, and that's what but I'm saying. They're, they're not winning the division. Like, <laughs> I, I, that's unless someone thing. surprises me, they're not winning the division. And that's why I think they're a, yeah. a really good team, but they have a really good division, so I think that'll kill some wins. Um, quick. Maybe. Mariners, I have a 10. I love what the Mariners did. They go get Jesse Winker. They go get Suarez. They go get Adam Frazier. They built on what they had. I think the, the, Mar- the bullpen's great. America's team. I think they're a top 10 team in baseball. I think this is the year the playoff streak finally breaks. And again, post-height sleeper, everybody's out on Jared Kelnick now. Like, dude still was like one of the top, uh, was a top he's prospect not bad. in baseball. They're out on him because they saw his batting average. And got yeah, scared. he, like, he looked good towards fine. the end. He, he figured it out. Yeah. I, I, I like Jared. And then whenever Julio Rodriguez comes up, that dude's a stud. I put the Mariners at 14. We're not that far apart. I just, again, it's like, let them do it this year. Last year, they faltered. This year, let's see them do it. And then I'll... They lose Seager, though. I feel like that's like a... If the Mariners are going to start ripping off great teams and being great, like ripping off wins and stuff like that, um, Kyle Seager leaving could be their Don Mattingly. Like he leaves, and then the French, and then the dynasty starts. You know what I mean? It stinks, because we all love Kyle Seager, but... Kyle, that Kyle Seeger should. I hope he's listening because he just got compared to Don Mattingly out of nowhere there. Yeah, no, I mean more, more just like they have him. He's a good piece for many years. Everyone loves him. He leaves. I'll remember him forever. And then they start winning every single year. The minute he leaves, <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? Like he was I, I one season. That. Off. Do you see that yeah. the Rangers try to bring him back and he was like, "I'm good," just to like play third. <laughs> he's like, "I'm good." Well, is that either? Is that because he doesn't want to play baseball, or is that because he doesn't want to play with his brother? <laughs> I think we're gonna need to get the Seegers on the podcast for them to. Yeah, I don't know. Is, he, is, is there something going on at the Thanksgiving dinner table? There's a little fight we don't know. Imagine about that. Imagine, I wouldn't play on your team even if there was a fire. <laughs> that's what I. Heard, that's what I thought in my head. Yeah, that, was, that, that was like, a sneak peek. Like, why does he? Does he not want to play with his brother? Like, what's going on? All right. Anyway. Um, all right, and then I think it's always funny because the way we, I promise the next time we do, we'll do one of these, we'll try and do these once a month like we tried last year. Um, we're gonna figure out the pacing because I feel like we spent so much time talking about the really bottom feeder teams that we're at the hour twenty mark and we like need to get through the top. But I think the best way to finish this podcast and for anyone that sent in a question on Instagram, thank you. I've screenshotted them all. We will get to them next episode. I think that's a better way to do next episode. We'll just I'll put up some more and we'll do all the questions all at once because a lot of people were asking more like in season like MVP picks type like that, and I think that's probably right. better yeah. suited for what we want to do next week anyway. So we're gonna do that all next week. So thank you for sending those in. Please keep sending them in. But we're gonna finish it off with Canada's team with a random MLB podcast team. Gregory, tell me what you like and dislike and where you ranked the Blue Jays. Um, I had the Blue Jays at four. Top five for me. Easy. Um, what You can't argue with their pickups. Um, they got Barrios at the deadline last year, right? They got him at the deadline, yeah. Or did they get him before the lockout? No, they got him at the deadline. Right, so they had Barrios now, which he's fine, right? Um, fine pitcher. They added Gossman in exchange for losing Robbie Ray, which I didn't really get. I kind of like Robbie Ray a little bit better. If anyone, if between the two of them, if I felt one of them was going to replicate the season they just had, I feel like it would be Robbie Ray. But then, like, they lost him for, like, the same amount of money they paid Gossman. So I didn't really get it. Because everyone, like, loves Robbie Ray up there, and he just had an amazing season. So I don't know why. Anyway. But they, you know, they they got Gossman, which is still a great pitcher. He had a great year in San Francisco. 
And then you have Ryu and Alec Manoa coming up. Those four right there, plus Kikuchi, who is trying to work his problems out from last year. But if, you know, that rotation right there is solid. Like, Kikuchi being your five is the least of your problems. You know what I mean? Like, there's he's not a big deal if he's not your number one or two. As long as he's in the back of your rotation, he has time to figure stuff out. Um, they lost Marcus Simeon, but, like, you know, you have George Springer for a healthy full year now. You have Kevin Biggio, who's an underrated infielder. I don't know why everybody hates him so much, it seems like. And literally, like, I don't even get to the other names. Like, Bo Bichette, Vladdy, Teoscar Hernandez, Loris Goriel can hit. Like, who else do you need? They're in the mix for Jose Ramirez. Who else do they need on this I, team? Like, and even a small pickup, just, like, Raymond Tapia is great for that team. He fits in perfectly with that lineup. Trade. That's a good pickup. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm with you. Um, uh, I'm with you on the, to go back to the Robbie Ray point. I probably prefer Robbie Ray just a little bit, but that's a preference thing. And I think the mar- there's a marginal difference between him and Kevin Gossman. Um mm-hmm. I think I, I I couldn't agree. Like the Jays, I was just someone DM the account the other day, and we were talking about it. How the Jays they don't have a window; they have a very large gaping window here of where they could be real World Series contenders because they have young studs. Vladdy is a legitimate top five player in baseball. Bo Bichette's a legitimate top twenty guy in baseball. Their rotation's great. Their bullpen's strong. I, they are a really, really, really good team. Their bullpen's a little bit weaker than I would want it to be. It's weird that I put the Dodgers below them when I think the Dodgers probably have like a slightly better. They have the same issue, but I think you're just right. You just want that. You just want it. To, I think you're trying to will the Blue Jays to win. You want. I just. Like, I do. I, I think that is. It's yeah. the momentum of it. I think they're a young team. It excites me. And then I don't even need to go into like uh, before I even get to the, the 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 core of this point. Alec Manoa is a stud. I think he is a. Uh, if I can do, I'm not saying this is going to happen. But can I say, like, my Hail Mary Cy Young pick would be Alec Manoa? If it was, like, out of left field, who is it going to be? Alec Manoa is a stud. Like, a absolute yeah, you, you're Because your focus is on the top of that rotation. But then you think, and then all of a sudden, Alec Manoa, it's, like, July 31st, and he's, like, 10-1. and one. He's you know, a stud. I don't think, yeah. I'm not, it's not me saying he's going to win the Cy Young. But if this was, like, out of left field, somebody that you're going to, who's going to bust onto the scene and, like, become one of the best pitchers in baseball, Alec Manoa. Um, and then... You had an issue on defense, and then you solved it with the best defender in baseball, Matthew Chapman. One day that I guy... For, I didn't even mention him. I didn't you even didn't say mention him, and, and I'm offended yeah. personally. I hope one day he hears how much I gush over him every week. <laughs> every sing, I've mentioned him on every single podcast. Because and now he's in Toronto. He's, 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 he's going to hit He moved six. from the West Coast to here. He's getting closer to us. Like he all is. you need to do... Like it's a closer flight, it's a closer drive. The fan club is closer. I've to done you that now. drive before. Crazy. I'll do it again. I'll do it for you, Matthew. <laughs> uh, we're gonna see. We're gonna be at Yankees uh, Blue Jays. Uh, we're we're cut when the Blue Jays come April to New 11th. York. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna be at the game, so I get to see him in person for the first time. I'm pretty pumped about that. Um, uh, Matthew Chapman. Matt. I called him Matthew. I'm nervous. Matt Chapman waved <laughs> to me. Uh, anyway, no, but uh, sincerely, I think the Jays have a great team. I. If I'm being honest with myself, maybe the Dodgers are probably the best team in baseball, but I would love to see the Jays do it, and I'm riding that momentum. Um, Can't blame you. On that note, Gregory, we have hit an hour 20. That is why I have been speeding this up, because it's a long, long podcast today. Anything you want to say to the fans before we leave? Um, Two weeks till opening day. I'm ready. Very excited. I, I am, I've been watching spring training every single day. Like Me too. Um, we'll try and, and do something. Is... Go ahead. Uh, 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 I don't. I have nothing to say. I don't know. It's just. It's fun. I like baseball. 
I love baseball. We'll, we'll try and do, I was going to say, we're going to try and do something special for opening day. I don't know what, but we'll try and do something special. Uh, maybe a podcast. Maybe we can do something live. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, other than that, Josh Heads, I'm sorry. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, he's still he's still in Florida with the. Uh, he's still barking. He it's like those two guys. It's like those two guys that uh, thought the Civil War was going on 50 years after it ended because they were they were in like a hideaway, like a fort somewhere out in the middle of the woods, bunkered down. They, somebody had to come tell them that the war was over. Josh is still down there waiting for the the the, uh, the owners to come back to keep negotiating the labor agreement. And nobody's quite told him yet that we've we got it, Josh. It's over. The season's starting. Like saving private okay. Josh. You, you can leave the conference room. Saving <laughs> private Josh. That's what the next that's <laughs> next episode. Uh, all right. On that note, I bid you all adieu. Get ready, because next week we're gonna do something even more special than what we're gonna do for opening day. John Hamm's coming on the podcast. Everybody, we're all excited. Have fun. Have a good day.